and welcome to GTR Trade Insights. My name is Shannon Manders and I'm GTR's Editorial Director. Now, City recently rolled out a series of articles exclusive to GTR, looking at the practicalities for companies wanting to set up in and engage in cross-border trade with high-growth complex markets. In this mini podcast series, we'll be speaking to the experts behind the articles about what they're seeing on the ground in these fast-growing economies. In this episode, we speak to Mayan Gupta, who's the Head of Trade, Treasury and Trade Solutions, South Asia at City, to gather his views about doing business in India. Welcome, Mayank. Hi, Shannon. I look forward to the discussion. What was behind the decision to focus on India for this first article in the series? What are some of the recent developments that have been happening on the economic and geopolitical front to make India a compelling market in which to do business? That's a good question, uh, Shannon. Uh, The previous decade was characterized by slowing growth the world over. Uh, and, um, And many reasons for that. Uh, aging population, geopolitical tensions, uh, and a slew of other factors. And when you contrast that with India, India grew at uh, somewhere near 7.7% over the last decade or two. That makes India one of the fastest growing markets over an extended period of time. And many factors at play here, uh, a young median age, uh, demographic dividends, a stable government, large English-speaking population, uh, a sizable domestic market, all play a role. And you add on top of that a government committed to progress and economic growth, uh, taking concrete steps towards you know, getting India from the developing to the developed category, uh, all help. We've taken a slew of developments and we'll speak about them uh, during the course of this discussion, but um, you know, making India self-reliant, uh, the Make in India campaign, the focus on health and infrastructure all have played a role here. Even as you look ahead, uh, India is poised to grow at 12.5% in the coming year, making it yet again one of the fastest, if not the fastest economy, uh, growing economy in the world. Excellent. Thanks, Mike. So in its Doing Business 2020 report, the World Bank names India as one of 10 economies that has made what it calls notable improvements. In what ways are we seeing the business environment improve? Doing business uh, uh, in a country has multiple steps, right? You know, uh, starting from setting up a business, uh, uh, recruiting employees, having enabling infrastructure, dispute resolution, uh, acquisition of land and infrastructure, all of which play a role in making this determination of a country's ranking and ease of doing business. The government uh, of India uh, has been committed uh, to increasing the FDI inflows uh, into the country. To that effect, uh, numerous steps have been taken by the government, uh, and I'll I'll call some of them out. But you know, those are just uh, a handful. Um, single window clearance uh, for companies looking to set up shop in the country. This is a centralized investment clearance cell. Uh, that the government will directly run. Uh, It provides advisory uh, uh, 
pre advisory uh, guidance on land availability uh, coordination with various bodies etc uh, through a centralized touch point uh, this sharply contrasts to the previous era where a company looking to come into the country had to coordinate with 100 plus touch points to get approvals and licenses to set up shop here there been many other developments as well uh, the uh, the insolvency and bankruptcy code has been strengthened the legal framework uh, has been uh, uh, fortified with more teeth the uh, the focus uh, of the government on infrastructure development be it roads uh, ports it's a digital infrastructure uh, education and the priority that the government's given to it uh, a slew of measures around digitization elimination of paper etc have all contributed uh, to to india being in this list excellent thanks mike and they certainly seem like there have been a lot of practical developments which again comes back to why um city chose this country to focus on in the series now the indian government's recent budget outlines commitments of unparalleled sums of money to critical priorities such as infrastructure financial lending and healthcare in your opinion mike what are some of the highlights from the budget for companies looking to do business in india shannon this was one of the most anticipated budgets and in fact it delivered on multiple counts right in terms of uh, specific policies and specific announcements made uh, i'd like to call out some key ones uh, the first one was setting up of a developmental financial institution in the in in, in india now uh, we've had dfis in the past but many of them have have since migrated into becoming full scale universal banks and as the government looks to focus on uh, infrastructure development in the country one of the large gaps identified was the availability of viable financing this dfi fortified by close to 3 billion dollars of capital will fill this gap uh, the second priority that the government laid out was continuing focus on infrastructure uh, now india was in the past uh, saddled with his uh, with the legacy infrastructure that wasn't capable of dealing with uh, the new age economies the hyper growth that we are seeing so the government has over years continued to invest monies uh, into uh, growing and strengthening of this infrastructure with the road or the rail infrastructure the ports uh, the power generation and even in this budget uh, a five year plan uh, to continue to invest in this critical facility in these critical facilities was made what are some of the ways that the government is trying to encourage companies to come into india and are we seeing these efforts bearing fruit or shannon so uh, last year was characterized by unprecedented shrinkage in the global fdi pool uh, the global fdi pool shrunk by about 42% uh, and when you contrast that with the figures that india saw india saw a 13% growth in fdi uh, to a, and we we hit a number of about 57 billion dollars for last year making it only one of the two countries that uh, that saw fdi growth uh, in 
the governments have set an ambitious target of taking this 57 billion dollar number to about 120 to 160 billion dollars in the near term and one of the one of the policies that the governments come up with is a production linked incentive scheme or pli uh, now pli is a 25 billion dollar scheme that the governments launched focusing on specific sectors a lot of work has gone into choosing these sectors these are sectors that today produce goods that were otherwise being imported into into the country and as a part of self reliant india the government wants to encourage the same companies to come and set up shop in the country and start manufacturing in india first for india and then as next step for the world so this pli or production linked incentive scheme offers incentives to these companies of anywhere between 4 to 6% uh, to come and uh, set up shop the first one that they uh, came up with was uh, the electronic handset uh, ecosystem and we saw many companies coming and setting up shop here uh, the apple handset manufacturing ecosystem the samsung handset ecosystem uh, the xiaomi ecosystem going by the success of this scheme they have now rolled it out to a, to about eight or nine other sectors uh, across semiconductors textiles uh, electric vehicles uh, amongst others this single scheme is expected to add anywhere close to 10 to 20 billion dollars of fdi over the next few years so my final question to you is how has india's trade environment responded to all of these developments and what can we expect to see going forward so trade was one of the most impacted sectors uh, uh, due to covid and the lockdowns uh, but uh, as as normalcy started to return not just in india but across our key trading partners uh, we've seen an impressive bounce back uh, india's exports and imports have uh, have gone back to the pre covid levels and sometimes even higher uh, in the month of march while for the full year our uh, exports and imports contracted by as much as 7% if you just look at the recent numbers they are very impressive as you think about the future and what it holds uh, the measures that the government came up with will play an integral role in trade growing from here be it digitization uh be it the launch of uh, the developmental financial institution which is going to help uh create infrastructure like never before or focus on uh, on the manufacturing sector through make in india for the world this india was always a very large services exporter now we will see uh, new emerging segments of export like uh, like pharmaceutical engineering goods uh, technology and hardware all taking shape excellent um thank you mayank um we'll certainly be keeping an eye on developments in india over the course of the next few months um thank you for sharing your insights with us today it's been a pleasure to speak with you um and i do encourage our listeners to go ahead and read the city article which appears in the GTR Q2 issue um thank you mayank 
Oh, thank you, Shannon. It was a pleasure speaking with you. I I look forward to connecting with you later.